Happy Thanksgiving holiday weekend to all of you. This is the Cover the Weekend podcast. Back again for the long weekend, four-day weekend. I hope all of you uh, have a great uh, weekend coming up here. We're going to jump right into uh, the podcast and the cold streak over the last couple of uh, series of podcast plays. Um, it's going to happen happen during periods of, of sports betting. As you all know, if you've been doing this for a while, there's cold streaks, uh, hot streaks. Uh, you try to avoid the cold streaks whenever you can, but they're inevitable. It's going to happen. Many reasons why cold streaks happen. Uh, lines get tighter in some sports. Your handicapping can be off. I think that's what's happening or that's what's happened over the last uh, couple of uh, weeks with the podcast plays. And, and really, sometimes it's just pure luck. Um, example given, one of the podcast plays was the Kansas City Chiefs. Last week on Monday Night Football, a lot of you were probably on the Chiefs. Some of you were on the Eagles. If you were on Philly, congrats. Uh, that should have been a KC win and a cover, if not for that drop ball um, in the last minute of the game. Those things happen. Sometimes you're on the right side. Sometimes you're on the wrong side. But, you know, the cold streak, as I mentioned, um, over the last two two series of podcast plays, um, it's going to happen. And But, you know, looking at the total season, because you can't get hung up on a week or two, whether you're winning or losing. <clears throat> um, as far as the podcast plays go for this season, college football, 42-21. and 21, that 67% ATS. Uh, NFL 17 and 14, um, that's reverted back to the mean. Uh, that's 55% ATS, so squeaking out a tiny profit. But and that's around 63% overall. If someone would have asked, hey, would you take 67% in college football and a slight um, profit in NFL uh, into, you know, going into late November, I would have said, give me that. Uh, right away. So, you know, overall season is doing well. If uh, you've been following along, following along on the picks, we've got uh, some profit this season. And we're going to get back on track this week with uh, college football. Uh, got games on uh, Thanksgiving, Friday, Saturday, also NFL Sunday, Black Friday game. I got a pick for the uh, Dolphins-Jets game. And also going to hit a couple of college basketball games for uh, Thanksgiving uh, today. So a lot to cover on the podcast in terms of picks. Let's get to it. Uh, we're going to start off with college football Thursday, Thanksgiving. Ole Miss minus 10 at Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl rivalry game. Uh, Mississippi State will be up for this game, I think. Um, they, they've they not had a good season, so this is kind of their bowl game or Super Bowl. Um, they want to do well here, and, and I think they'll give a good effort Early on, at least, they may make some plays just because of the adrenaline and everything else that's going on uh, to keep this game tight early on. But eventually, I think that Ole Miss's offense will make the plays it needs to uh, to not only win, uh, but also cover in this spot. The Ole Miss offense and their elite 6.3 yards per play is what I really like in this game against the Mississippi State team uh, that has struggled every time they've faced a good offense this season. If you look back at their record and their performances against good offenses, they've just flat out struggled. And Ole Miss offense is more than just a good offense. It's a great offense. And I have Ole Miss here by two touchdowns, 14 points. So I'll gladly take uh, the 10 on Ole Miss. I'll lay it. Ole Miss minus 10 in the Egg Bowl. Rolling along to Friday in the American Athletic Conference, UTSA plus three and a half at Tulane. 
Both of these teams have been uh, very good defensively, and they continue to be. Uh, put them in a strong position to win the conference, actually. Both these teams are, are right there to win the American Athletic. <clears throat> um, they're both 7-0 in conference play. They've been playing really good football. Both of them have. I, I think this may be a close game, and whoever controls the ground game on offense, I think will have the advantage here uh, in a type of game you know that has two very good defenses. Tulane's run game... Uh, is stalling a little bit, and, and at an inopportune time, uh, they've averaged 2.6 yards and 3.6 yards per rush over their last two games, respectively. It's not really something you want to see. I don't know if it's the, the offensive line not uh, doing their job uh, or just defenses have adjusted to their, uh, to their run game. Uh, to compound things for Tulane on the offensive side, UTSA's passing defense is at an elite level, and I have this game straight even, uh, even as it gets uh, with both sides here. Uh, so with that, I'll take the underdog, UTSA Roadrunners, plus three and a half on this Friday uh, matchup in the American Athletic. On to Saturday, Kentucky at Louisville, Kentucky plus seven and a half. Kentucky's 5-5 five and five record is not very inspiring, uh, especially in comparison to Louisville's 9-1 and one mark. They've had a great season, uh, except for that one weird loss up in Pitt, up at Pitt, um, where they lost uh, to a, a pretty bad Pitt team. Other, th- other than that, if Louisville somehow figures out a way to win that game, <clears throat> excuse me, they're in the conversation uh, for national championship. It's their lone blemish, but... Uh, that said, Kentucky's had a much tougher schedule of late. They've played really good teams. They're battle-tested. And, and during that span, their underlying statistical numbers show that uh, the Wildcat defense is actually on the improve, even though they've been playing uh, some pretty good offenses. Um, Louisville's getting two-thirds of the betting money here, but I'll be on Kentucky plus 7.5 and, and their improving defense. And that hook could loom large here in this interstate rivalry. I like the 7.5. Um, I'm getting with Kentucky uh, on Saturday. All right, on to the NFL, where last week was a disaster. And after a very strong start to NFL, the the podcast plays on the NFL end anyway, have come uh, back down to earth. But I think this week we'll we'll, we'll straighten things out. One thing I want to mention when, um, you know, at least what I, my approach is, is I reduce um, the number of games I bet. Not that I've been putting out podcast plays for NFL, like multiple NFL games, but uh, this week I just wanted to make sure there was maybe one or two games I, I attacked in the NFL and focused on in order to you know try to get back on, on, on track. So two plays on tap for the NFL starting on Friday, Black Friday, as the Dolphins visit the New York Jets. This line has climbed to Miami minus 10, so the odds makers are going to make uh, Dolphins backers hope for a double-digit win uh, from Miami here. As high-flying as the Dol- uh, Dolphins offense is, the total here is pretty low. Um, and I think the defense on Miami's side is being a little overrated. Granted, the Jets offense is a disaster. But I think there's too many components here um, in terms of uh, Miami uh you know, favorable um, information on Miami that, that's gotten the spread up to double digits, which I think is just too much. Uh, like I mentioned, the Jets are, are limited offensively. 
they don't have good a good quarterback um, back there. Um, Tua on the road, speaking of quarterbacks, um, versus a good defense, laying 10 points. Um, I don't know about that. You know, the Jets remain elite in yards per play. They're number four in the NFL in that statistic, their defenses anyway. And they do pressure the quarterback. And as I mentioned before in the podcast, um, Tua struggles when uh, he's pressured. Uh, it's going to be cold on the road. Um, it's going to be in the low 40s, high 30s uh, at MetLife. So uh, I think the Jets, I don't know if they win here. I'm not saying they're going to win or even keep it within, you know, six, seven, eight points. But I just think 10 too much. And I think the Jets will do enough, especially on defense, for this game not to get out of control. I'll take the Jets plus 10 on Black Friday. Uh, the other NFL game we're looking at is Bills plus three. Um, Eagles defense is ranked number 24 in their last three contests. Um, to their credit, though, they've been pulling out wins and actually covering the spread. So I that's understood. The Eagles tend to find a way. Um, but they've been a little lucky. And uh, this is a spot where I think the Bills offense, which is surging a bit, trending in a very good direction, um, can do some things against against uh, an Eagles defense that looks good, but on paper there are some um, red flags for me. So I'll take the Bills plus the three and a half as a second underdog for the NFL slate this weekend. All right. Now, College Hoops. It's our first foray into College Hoops on the podcast, but if you follow along on Twitter, um, I do post College Hoops plays. Uh, not high volume. Um, maybe one a day, one every other day. Uh, there'll, there'll be sometimes where maybe there's two games that are, that are good. But for the College Hoops plays, I would uh, look at Twitter. Off to a good start. Couple rattled off a couple of good wins, some uh, big underdogs that won outright, or actually one underdog that won outright. And SMU last night was plus eight and was cruising along, and that ended up being a push against Wisconsin. A little frustrating, but you know, college hoops you got to take the uh, you you got to take the weirdness of uh, you know missed uh, free throws in the last ten seconds of the game and weird fouls and you know a team making a meaningless layup. That that's just par for the course for college hoops. And you have to always uh, uh, accept the good when it's on your side and accept the bad when it doesn't work out. But I got a couple of college hoops plays for Thanksgiving. Uh, 2.30 Pacific tip-off Iowa State versus uh, VCU, Virginia Commonwealth. There's been some steam on Iowa State here, and for good reason. Very good team, and uh, they've bought into playing disciplined defense at least early on. They've not been challenged too much, but they're taking care of business, and the underlying numbers early on look very good. I also like Iowa's um, guard play uh, early on, uh, playing very well, protecting the ball, um, which is a good sign. I'm not inclined to mess with garbage time here with a spread being what it is. Iowa State is minus 12, but I think the first half line of Iowa State minus 6 makes sense here. So college hoops play today, the first one of two. We're going to go Iowa State minus six first half. The other Turkey Day college hoop game uh, I'll be on is NC State minus eight versus Vandy. That's the full spread. This game's on ESPN too, so you can uh, not have to look at ESPN Plus or any, um, you know, True TV or any of those weird channels you have to look for to find some of these college uh, basketball games. ESPN two will have this. And I think NC State here. Um, 
will will roll. The the underlying numbers early on for them are very good, and I just think they're way better than Vandy. Uh, Vandy's got a good record, three and one, but uh, I just don't see them keeping uh, keeping pace with this NC State team. So uh, college hoops, Turkey Day, NC State minus eight. I hope everyone has an excellent uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Hope all your bets are winning ones and you show some profit over the next four days. A lot to bet on. Um, enjoy whatever you're doing, whether it's with loved ones, friends, if you're just going solo, whatever it may be. I hope uh, you have a peaceful, restful, and fun uh, holiday weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening to the podcast. Take care.